How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is the only opportunity we have tonight with each other. We don't get these. It's time for 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show. Join us along with high school sports guru Sam Crenshaw and former high school football head coach Chris Parker. Listen in as we get you up to date on everything you need to know in the world of high school football in Georgia. From score updates to live reports from the week's top matchups, we bring Friday Night Lights to life. Hey, let's get this thing popping, man! 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and... And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. The 92.9 The Games High School Scoreboard Show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Chris. And a good Friday evening. Really good Friday evening. Nine floors up in our Midtown Atlanta studios. Sam Crenshaw, Chris Parker, welcoming you in to week two of the High School Scoreboard Show, your High School Scoreboard Show here at Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com, available everywhere on the Odyssey app. If you have to be on the move, moving around tonight uh, someplace, follow us on the app. We're going to keep you updated on scores that are going on, games that are taking place, um, when games go on. we got some big ones in the area. We're going to be covering a lot of those games. And we're going to be checking in on some other games as well, keeping an eye on some things down in the southern part of the state. We have a few games that are not being played tonight because of the weather that came through. We're going to talk about that some as well. And some topics. Last week we started talking about something, high school NIL. We've gotten a lot of response to that. We're going to have someone that's going to come on uh, in the in the 8 o'clock hour that's going to talk about that and reclassification, some things, some of the topics we're going to talk about as far as uh, high school sports landscapes going this week. We're so glad you're with us. Um, hanging in. We got Day Day and Dom working on the other side of the glass. Gentlemen, y'all, y'all, y'all sit over there. You, you're doing good. They're, they're ready to go. go. Yeah, if you see me twitching over here, you know this is my first Friday night. Like not, not the being game. I know it, man. No, so man. If you see oh. me, it's like convulsions. It's like it's like uh, withdrawal. <laughs> we gotta have somebody send you a hot dog and some popcorn or something here just to make you know make sure some nachos. Just so make sure you feel like you had a game, right? <laughs> he doesn't get any sympathy from us, Sam. We, we do this every week without getting to go to the concession. I know it. I know it. He gets to go over there and get all the good stuff yeah. and have, have all the fun. Day Day is in studio with us tonight. And we're going to enjoy having him here. We don't usually get to have him here. So we're going to have some fun with Day Day here in studio with us tonight. Eric Slaughter is out and about tonight. We're going to keep up with him. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter at uh, East Slaughter for real. He's at Hiram and East Paulding. Uh, great ball game is going to take place out in Paulding County. It's going to be a sneaky, important game. You, you think so? Yeah, Hiram's going to be really good this year. East Paulding on the way up. 
That's, that's a good game for Eric. He's, I'm excited to hear what he's got to say about it. I'm look, yeah, looking forward to seeing that as well. How's your week? You, you had a good week? Yeah, it was a good week. I can't complain. I'm excited. It's September, Sam. Yeah, it is. Today, September 1st. And here's how high school football works. Every time the month changes, intensity up. You heard me say this before. Every time the month changes. So now that, that preseason, you know, you're ranked because you were good last year or we don't think you're any good because you were no good last year, that's over. We've had a couple weeks. Okay. Now you get into September. You really start establishing your identity. You're in October, you're going to be playing some region games. In November, you're going to be in the playoffs. In December, trying for the state championship. Yeah. Every yeah. time that month changes, we're going to see a little bit more intensity, a little bit more of the, the puzzle getting revealed of what this season will be. That's the way to think of it, folks. We're revealing as each month goes along, each quarter, you almost can say, uh, of the mm-hmm. season. Some coaches refer to it as that, the, quarter of the different quarters of the season as we move along here in the state of Georgia. Great football games lined up tonight. We got some teams with teams uh, taking folks from out of state. How do you feel about these out-of-state games? There's a whole lot of mileage we're covering. we got a lot of uh, our teams playing teams from Florida this week. Yeah, it's actually neat. But it's very difficult uh, for both fan bases because you don't really know if that was a good win or a bad loss or a good loss. or You know, we're, Gainesville is playing Coconut Creek. Yeah. Coconut Creek's really good. One of those two teams is going to lose, you know, my, my statement of the week. Yeah. And I don't think it's a big deal either way. Like, I think Coconut Creek, if they're disappointed in losing to Gainesville, they haven't been paying attention. And if Gainesville's disappointed in losing to Coconut Creek, they haven't been paying attention. But if Gainesville were to play Lowndes yeah. or Westlake, or who, you know, everybody knows it's two good teams. So sometimes the out-of-state teams give you a little false sense of what's supposed to happen. The biggest out-of-state game this week is what? It's not even today. Right, that's tomorrow. And that's Creekside. Creekside, from right here down the street. Yep. Playing who? Modern day. All the, the number way out in California. One, number one, number one in California. I believe so. Believe so. But yep. also number one in all 50 states. Yep, yep. How about that? Yikes. Pretty much the consensus, you know, among all these different high school people that make polls, yep. have Modern Day as the number one team in the country. Now, Creekside is one of the better teams in Georgia. Right. Make no mistake about it. But they take on a big challenge, taking on what many think is the absolute best team in the country. It's an experience. It's a great experience. I commend Coach Dixon and all the athletic department, everybody that made that happen. What a great experience for those young men to get to go out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, hey, man, you know, you, you do, you're there to play the game. That's right. You know. And you I, gotta, I saw Coach Boone at Langston Hughes put out cheering, you know, like. Well, that's his school. He's a Creekside alum. Yeah. He's a Creekside alum. I like to see all that. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's the thing we talk about when we talk about with him, how you have these teams there in that corner of the metro area. We're talking about Creekside. We're talking about Westlake. We're talking about Langston Hughes. And how they really root for each other. And everybody knows each other. You know, they've all grown up uh, playing together. And you've got several of the coaches that actually went to school in that area. So it means something to them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And to see one, you know, do what they're getting a chance to do and, and achieve what they're doing, it, it, it's, it's a deal. And it's great to see. I think this is the second time. Milton played a California team a couple years ago, and I think it's the second time that a team from Georgia has ever gone to California to play. Man, that's a long way. Yeah, it's that's, a long way. So. It is. That's I a, mean, that's a, that's a, that's a long <laughs> I wasn't all overly excited about driving to the other side of Georgia to play sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time to keep up with those kids. That's what you think as a coach and an athletic director. Yeah, that's a long man. time to keep up with those players, Sam. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> truly, it truly is, truly is. But, I mean, you, you hope everybody goes out there and gets the most 
out of that, you know, out of, out of that time. And I think it's what we're looking forward to with that. So we watch for that tomorrow night. We keep an eye on them and what they get to do. I know they have arrived. I know they've already practiced talking about Creekside and getting set for this. And maybe while they're there, they take in a couple of sites. Yeah, I hope they do. It's an experience happen. of a lifetime. It really is. A lot of these kids, I mean, you know, not never been. Most of them, I'm gonna guess, have never been even to California. Period. Across the country, been on a flight. You know, getting to stay there. It's a great experience. I, I hats off to everybody that makes that kind of stuff happen. It's expensive. And it is logistical nightmares, but you're talking about playing different states. Hats off to these people who are finding a way to take these students and taking them somewhere for something they'll be able to talk about when they're old like us. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll be talking to their buddies about the time they went to wherever. Went to California. Yeah. Played football games. Got to walk on the Walk of Fame, see the names with the stars and all that good stuff. Hope it's a great time for them. All right, we're going to talk about some games. One is already uh, gone final on the opening drive. Time for the opening drive. Brought to you by the W Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Visit WSauce.com to find a retailer near you. Okay, got some games that are already uh one game that's already gone final. Mount Vernon, Mount Vernon has beaten Mount Perrin 44 to 6. And uh Clarkston and Therrell scoreless. They're playing in the first quarter. So we got some games already. Playing early. Way. Yeah, yeah. You Trying will. to get done to watch Georgia Tech. I guess so. Like, <laughs> Georgia, Georgia. They, they, why are they playing these games so early? Oh. That one I don't know. Now you know with the shared stadiums. I, I, I yeah. when you said some were done earlier, that's what I thought you were going to say. It was one of the shared stadiums, like the DeKalb or the APS. So mm-hmm. that one right there, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's not a shared stadium game. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. But they 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 kicked that one off early and and they got it done. Of course, Thurl and and Clarkson. I think they're playing that one over at Lakewood Stadium. Right, that's one of. Uh, the early game there. Some games were played yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved Columbia and Washington up to Thursday night. Columbia won that game 12-8 over, Wash- over Washington last night. Um, we got some other scores. Manchester, boy, they, they're good this year once again. 54-3, to they beat Columbia yeah. the final in that score. Uh, Lakeside DeKalb is off to a 3-0 and start. And they did something that we talk about some this week in a blog that I wrote about non-region schedules and the benefits of doing a non-region schedule just to get some confidence and get accustomed to winning. Now, Lakeside won eight, well, they won eight games last year as a non-region. Mm-hmm. This is their second year in the non-region. And we're going to talk about reclassification some right. coming, coming up here in the next hour. But they beat Forest Park last night 24 nothing. They're off to a 3-0 and start. Yeah, a non-region schedule for anybody that's hearing that and doesn't understand what we're talking about is somebody's not in – they're not going to play the conference team. So it would be like if Vanderbilt decided – they didn't want to play Georgia and Alabama and Tennessee and Florida and Kentucky. They were just going to play teams they picked for two years, and then they'd come back into the SEC. In high school, they allow you to do that. It's very rarely a good option, but for some teams, it has become a very good option. Yeah, And I think that's what you kind of highlighted was the, those teams that maybe have a chance to play some games they can win. You know, if they're instead if they're in a region where they're maybe going to go 0-10, 1-9 and, and lose confidence, can they go – Five and five, or six and four, and then seven and three, and then eight two non-region, and build a little confidence, and come back in a region like Shamley's done. We'll talk about, but that's what they mean by non-region. And Lakeside Cab is on the process of doing that. Let me tell you, a team that didn't go non-region but had a similar kind of deal was okay. our, our hometown team, Midtown. Okay, yeah, Midtown won last night. Well, they, they practically just dropped off. Dropped they just off quit playing. Minute. Yeah, they, they just, just quit playing. Like day day, quit going to games. They just quit playing. And then that was a couple years ago. Now they're they're two and one. Their one loss was by one point. They beat Northview last night 
30 to 12. Yeah. I'm excited for these guys. Midtown. Yep. That is great. That That's is great. Grady, formerly Grady High School. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. I know another team that might be a little sneaky good this year is Miller Grove. Yep. They got to win over Douglas. Yeah, uh, I think Douglas had a good team, so I was surprised I, to see that. Yep, 33-28. Miller Grove wins that game last night. Uh, so there's some of the games. Spalding big time over Fayette County, 41 nothing. Spalding's good. Spalding's good. Yeah, Spalding's good. Uh, that, that's a team that's going to be an issue for some folks. Baldwin is good in there. Spalding, Perry is a 4A region down there that's really good. We're watching for people down in that end, but those are some of the games that were played, uh, some football that was played last night. As we count down here, we're a little over 15 minutes away from kickoff time for most of the games around the state. Um, we don't think the weather should be a problem, although it's clouded up some here. It was kind of That's okay, today. though, Sam. Yeah. Everybody's feeling that. Yeah. Remember last week? They yeah. had those uh, three-minute water breaks yeah. every series. Yeah. Uh, were you at, a, were, at the game you were at last week, Dana? Did they do the three-minute water break? No, they didn't do them, but they would extend, like if there was an injury timeout or yeah. anything like that, they would kind of extend the timeouts. See, what they did, real quick, I'll tell you, that they changed the rule, and it depends on exactly what that temperature is at the game, the wet bulb, which is a, a mix of the heat index, basically. And if it gets to a certain level, they must, every possession, take three minutes. So think about this, Sam. And this happened in several games. Coaches I talked to, you know, team runs three plays, they punt. Punt return guy, fair catches it. They blow the whistle. Everybody stops for three minutes. Three minutes a long time to just stand there. Yeah, really. Ain't no commercial breaks, you know. No, no red hats. <laughs> and then that team fumbles. The other team recovers it. They play one play, three minutes. Whoa. I mean, it was – and it may not have been that dramatic everywhere. I'm just saying there were some games that went to 11 or so. I commend them for doing it. I don't right. want to sound – it was the right thing to do is for safety reasons, but it does disrupt the flow of the game. If you ever go to an NFL game or a college game and you in the stadium – and you kind of watch what the game feels like when everybody just stops for three minutes. That's what it, That doesn't happen in high school games very often. And it was a feel a lot of people got last week. It was kind of a different thing that coaches have to adjust to a little bit if that continues. But I don't think we're going to get those three-minute breaks tonight. No, no. I think no. we're getting the regular breaks tonight. So that, that'll be exciting. It will be. It will be. Everybody go out and play the games tonight. And like I said, we're about 15 minutes away from getting those games started. All right. Headed for a timeout right now, but when we come back, we're going to hear a preview, talking one of the coaches of one of the games that we are covering tonight. And then, of course, Coach's Checklist is coming up later on. And we're checking with I.J. Rosenberg. He's up at Rome, where Carrollton is taking on Rome tonight. That is coming up in this first hour. You stay with us. Just getting started on a Friday night. It's this high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Back on the High School Scoreboard Show in our first hour. Less than 10 minutes away from kickoff games around the metro Atlanta area. So glad you're with us and want to remind you, our program is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Um, all right, we got a preview because Eric Slaughter's at a game tonight. You know when Eric goes to a game, you know, he, he, he covers everything. He covers it all. Even the game. He'll go up in the press box. Then he the band, the band concessions. Oh, he always does look good in concession stand. They probably got some really good stuff out there. At East Paulin too. I, I, you know, it's been a they while. shoot a cannon over there. I, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. But they, they, had, they still do that. Well, I know I've had a few games out okay. there. A couple of them went my way. A couple didn't. A couple of them didn't. But um, <laughs> the cannon was among all of them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, tell them to be on the lookout. Uh, be out for that tonight. But let's have this preview of Eric from the game that he's covering tonight. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game's Friday Night High School Scoreboard Show. This is Eric Slaughter. 
heading into week three of the Georgia high school season. And it's going to be a big rivalry tonight out in Paulding County as the Raiders of East Paulding will play host to Hornets of Hiram. East Paulding has dominated this rivalry in the later years, but Hiram is looking to change that around in 2023. They're off to a 2-0 start, and I'm joined now by the head coach of those Hiram Hornets. Please welcome head coach Pete Fomenaya to the High School Scoreboard Show. Coach, congratulations on your 2-0 start. You struggled a lot in the last couple of years. What's the difference in 2023? Well, you know, uh, first and foremost, I appreciate y'all having us on. Um, you know, uh, this means a lot for our community and for our county to have this kind of cover. So thanks to you guys for doing this. Uh, well, a little bit about this football team. Um, after the pandemic, our, our community kind of scattered. You know, uh, people went in different directions. We're a little bit transient over here. Um, so we really made a decision as a staff to start playing young kids. And, uh, you know, we took our lumps playing those young kids. Uh, but now here we are three years later, uh, and those kids have got a lot of reps under their belts. You know, a lot of these kids have started as sophomores, and now they're going to be three-year varsity starters. Uh, and we're starting to collect on that investment. Um, you know, we're blessed with four, four blue-chip kids. Uh, our left tackle, Jameson Riggs, is committed to Georgia Tech. Our right tackle, uh, Clinton Richards, committed to Wake Forest. Our defensive back, wide receivers, committed to Duke. And our uh, tight end is one of the best tight ends in the country. He's committed to Southern Cal. Uh, so we're really blessed with a great group of kids who stuck it out with us and uh, believe in what we're trying to do. Now, Coach, you came to Georgia High School football after a long, successful run in Florida. What have you learned? What's the difference between Florida football and Georgia high school football? Well, you know, I, I tell you this. Um, my biggest, you know, perspective five years later, now that I can really have entrenched myself into Georgia high school football, you know, I believe Georgia high school football is the best in the country. Uh, and I've seen it played at the highest level in Florida. You know, I went to college in Illinois, so I've, I've seen it in the Midwest. Uh, it is the best combination of athletes, coaching, and support. You know, some states have one or the other. No, no other state, in my opinion, has all three, where you have the support from the administration and the community. You have the athletes all over the field, and everybody can coach. Every staff on every Friday is prepared. Everyone is working really hard to get their kids in position to be successful. And I think, in my opinion, those three factors combined make Georgia the best high school state in the nation. Okay, Coach, let's talk about tonight's game on the field. You know, big rivalry early in the season, county bragging rights. Talk about the rivalry between East Paulding and Hiram. Well, we've got three middle schools that feed into Hiram, and one of them happens to be split right down the middle between us and East Paulding. So half the kids come to Hiram, half the kids come to East, uh, East Paulding. You know, so for us, it's really important. You know, our kids, like you said, have grown up with these guys, have played with these guys their whole lives, and this is an opportunity for them as seniors to leave a legacy. And that's been really our mark this whole time is just seniors, this is your time to leave a legacy uh, for you guys to go home. And, and for us, you know, um, we share so many things in our community, whether it be a restaurant or a Walmart or wherever it might be, you know, so like you said before, those bragging rights are really important to our kids. And it's big for us to build up into our region. You know, East Paulding is a big, strong team. They've got athletes all over the place. Uh, and our region is the same. You know, when you play teams like Cartersville and Calhoun and Dalton, they've got big, strong kids with athletes all over the place. So for us, this is really a good test for us to figure out kind of where we need to go, what we need to get better at. And uh, I'm excited about the game tonight. 
Well, Coach, thank you for your time here on this game day Friday. Get back to uh, game planning for tonight, and good luck on the rest of the 2023 season. So, Sam and Chris, we'll see who wins this early Paulding County rivalry and sets their team up for a great run through 2023. For the Friday Night High School Scoreboard Show, this is Eric Slaughter. Yeah, thanks a lot, Eric, for that update. And Coach Pete Formayama, uh, for what a what a what, what a uh, task he's done with that team, and got some great talent on that team. Yeah, I told you Hiram was set to be have a good season. Now they've got a tough schedule, including tonight. So I don't, you know, they they play Cartersville, Calhoun, and those teams in the region. Cass, yep. who we like. I mean, it's a very difficult region. But Hiram is going to be a team that if you got them on your schedule, it's going to be a tough night. And so East Paulding may win tonight, they may not, but it's going to be a tough night. Yep. Hiram is very physical. They've got a lot of veteran guys. Like Coach said, they played a lot of young guys that are now seniors and juniors and, and some very talented kids. Have you heard Southern Cal? You heard some some names, yeah, right? Really, right. How about that? You know, the guys on the way to some great places. I like what Coach said about the difference in Georgia high school football. And we talk about, you know, uh, we got a team, we talk about Creekside that's playing out in California. We got people who think Texas is great in Florida as well. And he says it's the athletes, it's the coaching, and the support. Right. The combination of the three. And you know something about that. I think that was probably, because you and I both made note of that as he said it, because I think that's probably the best I've heard summarized in one sentence the answer to that question. Because some states do have equal or better players only. And Florida, I know, comes to mind is where Coach is from. Some may have the support. You know, Texas comes to mind. Um, and a lot of them have good coaches, but I do think we have the best. And I think when you put those things together, what the communities expect, look what Creekside's community has raised, the money they raised for them to send them out there, you're going to see us so much deeper. And that's the part he didn't expand on that you have to say, yeah, is, is modern day year in, year out better than Creekside? Yes, they are. That does not mean that California is better than Georgia. Georgia has so many of these qualities. Coach is doing a great job at Hiram, and they're just now getting where they can win. Right. Because half the teams have to lose every Friday. It's very good teams, very well-coached teams, teams with guys going to Southern California, you know, lose some. And that is what's different if you go to Illinois, if you go, you know, to Mississippi. If you go some places like that and you put a team together with a few players or you put a team together that's got a really good coach or you put a team together that the principal's really good – you just kind of need one or two of those things. Mm-hmm. And here you get all three of them. And that still only gets you a chance to compete. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Though. That's the thing. And coaches that I've talked to who've migrated from other, other, uh, other states say that quickly. They say that here, you know, we've got athletes. They say, man, but the support. Yep. The support in Georgia is just, just uh, remarkable uh, in the communities. And, that, and that's it. And we talk about the teams that are way up the top of the food chain. But from top to bottom, there's enthusiasm in the communities because on Friday nights, that's where you're supposed to be. Right. And you see it out in the, um, you see it in the mountain communities where we are, where teams aren't traditionally state powers. But go to our facility. Go watch, walk around their field house, their field, their baseball field, their basketball gym. Just see how much they care about yep. athletics. And that's what they're talking about. It's not about the absolute best team. The absolute best team in every state is really good and can compete with anybody. We're talking about three and four hundred places here where they're really invested in those teams in that community, and that's the support they're talking about. And you're seeing, you know, some of Florida's better coaches coming up here because it pays more, because we got better facilities or whatever it is. And Day Day can attest that happens in all sports. I know we're talking about football, but we're talking about in all sports now in Georgia.
Absolutely, absolutely. You got you, you data. You you, uh, you yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean everything. I mean from football to basketball. I mean even though even though lacrosse is not quite in every member school, even it's you know just the, that community commitment that you're seeing. Um, because that's what it boils down to, the community. You get the surrounding community, and what happens is you start seeing them invest at the younger level as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just the high school. Like, okay, we want our high school to continue to be good. Let's let's start lower. Let's get mm-hmm. lower in so that it just it's it's a con- consistent flow of things. So, um, yeah, 100% right on that. I don't know if I know any two people that go to more places than both of you. Okay. Meaning y'all to, go, he, gets, boy, he, he gets, goes to a lot. He goes no, no. more than I do. But no, no, is it fair to say, and I'm just asking, but I think, because I don't get to go to as many places because of work, but is it fair to say in the last five or ten years the, the facilities and the support and all that has grown immensely, especially outside of the traditionally really good teams? I mean, I know those that have too, but, I mean, any place Day Day goes, you know, it's just the facility's been a little bit upgraded. Oh, yeah. Maybe they got a turf field and they used to not. Uh, prime example that comes to mind right away when you say that, Douglas County High School. Okay. Yeah. You Brand new, beautiful yeah. um, athletic facility out there. I mean, top of the line facility. And Coach White gave me a tour of it. I mean, I was just, in all honesty, it might be one of the best ones I've been in yeah. in the state. Yeah. And let, let me uh, throw a little tidbit out to anybody who wants to know. I I was in the, you know, I used to work in Douglas County. Right, right. And uh, I, I was in the old Douglas County Fieldhouse a couple times. It wasn't the nicest in the state. I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was not on that list. <laughs> it was a major, major upgrade has occurred there. Yeah. But that is, but you see it, to me, you see it even at the rec fields, even at some of the places we go to that we're not going to call them out. But that struggle some. But when you go and you hadn't been there in two or three years, you see that they're still committing a lot of resources to this program, and that's what Coach is talking about everywhere. Yep. I mean, obviously, Buford building a $60 million stadium. We can talk for that forever. Yeah, we can. But is most states have a school like that. Right. I think what you're seeing is just the number of schools. Douglas County, you know, is a school in Douglas County, Alexander, Lithia, Chapel Hill, all of them are getting new things. And these are not teams that have dominated across the state. And they're, they're, but they're, they're raising the bar of what their expectations are. And that's, that's what we want to keep seeing. In George High School football, that level of expectation is what brings the coaches, and that brings the better players. Place that uh, that screams out to me right now is in Cobb County, Osborne. Osborne, what yeah. they've done, the great facility they've done over there. Day Day, I'm, I'm sure you've yes. seen that place. Oh yeah, beautiful, beautiful campus that they've built over there. They got the new, um, almost arena style, um, you know, bas- for the basketball mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, and then right up the road, Campbell's new arena. Uh, it's only a few years old. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're just seeing all the again, and they understand that if we can invest here and it trickles down to our our younger youth, that will eventually be here. Uh, I mean, you just you just see the impact, and then you start seeing more members of the community mm-hmm. wanting to help invest in that. The um, the members of Cobb County are. Very vested in the Braves continuing winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to the say Braves that? have been you, very. You don't think that the Braves have been very good. To you Cobb think that has something to do with it? Just yes, maybe, huh? A, a little. A we little. we ain't got time to talk about that. So it has a lot to do. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's a big plus when you have something like that happening in the community, folks. We're right around seven thirty. What seven thirty? A lot of games have kicked off here.
uh, around the area. So we're going to start getting some scores coming in, some updates. We'll be letting you know what those up. But coming up next, straight ahead, we have the coach's checklist. Also going to check in with I.J. Rosenberg, score Atlanta. Their game tonight and his thoughts of what's happening in high school football this week. That is coming up. And top of the hour, we're going to dive back into this high school NIL topic that we talked about some last week uh, with the executive director, GHSA, Dr. Robin Hines. That's coming up in the next hour. You stay with us for more at the High School Scoreboard Show. Here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. The High School Scoreboard Show, Tim Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. And we do have some games on the way. Quick scores. East Forsyth is leading Cedar Shoals 7-0. That's the first quarter score. Also got Lumpkin County 6-0 on Franklin County, a first quarter score. North Hall, Dawson County, North Hall 2-0. Jump uh, shot. 2-0 there in the first quarter of those games. As we look now, let's get into the coaches' checklist. Time now for Coach Parker's Coach's Checklist. As Coach and Chris Parker get their analysis of this week's biggest stories. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Get any sized air conditioner for only $69.99 per month. Visit ReliableAir.com. All right, Sam. All right, what Day you got? This week, okay. we're going to educate some folks. Okay. Because it's college football starting tomorrow. Right. NFL next week. High school's deep into the season. 
you know, everybody wants to go for it on fourth down, you know. But you can't go for it on fourth down every time. So I thought what I'd talk about today is keys to determine if you should go for it on fourth down. So don't be the guy just yelling for your coach to go for it. And then when they don't get it, you're like, see, I told them not to go for it. You don't want to be that guy, right? No, don't be so that guy. So you want to be the guy that understands what the coach is probably thinking on if they may go for this or not. Now, every, every level is a little different because of how good the punters are. That's what people forget. Like NFL punter, you know, you go ahead and punt. You know you're going to pin them way back there. You get the ball back. College a little bit less, and high school could be way less, depending on what your punter's like. So I'm thinking of it from a high school perspective. So if you're a high school coach, you're at a game tonight, and you stir down, and they throw an incompletion, and you're like, man, we ought to go for it here. Let me tell you what the keys to determine if you're right or wrong. Well, obvious, first one, how far to the first down. You know, for fourth and one, more likely to go for it than fourth and ten. That's an easy one. Next one, what yard line are you on? Typically nowadays, and this has changed, Sam, since when I – when I first started coaching now, and I always went for it a lot more okay. than most people. Because, Why? Why was that? Well, there's not much reward for punting unless you've got a really good punter or you're backed up. I mean, if you're on the minus 30-yard line yeah. and it's fourth and 12, then you got to punt. I don't believe in the guy that never punts. But if you're at midfield and it's fourth and four, fourth and six, and you punt that thing out of bounds about 10 yards because your punter's not any good, then you might as well try to get the first down. Keeping the ball is very, it's very important. So the reward of keeping the football is usually worth more than punting once you get to midfield or so. That's not always true, but, I, but you'll see that if you start paying attention more and more. And you're starting to see even NFL teams playing what they like to use this word, analytics. Right. What that means is there is a, a measure to how – Soon, <laughs> the risk is worth the reward. You know, and there's a metric to it, and usually about midfield is when that crosses over to being worth it to go for it. So if it's, you know, fourth and six, fourth and seven, even there, you're on the 40-something, you're line going for it. Next thing, how does the defense match up? Like, do you have a good play? I mean, if you're playing the 85 Bears, yeah. let's punt. Okay. You know, I right, mean, we'll right, have a great right, play. Right, right. Um, and the main thing really is how good is your punter? See, if you're at the 50, Sam, and you got a punter that can punt at 43 yards with a hang time, so that ball's going to hit the 7-yard line, then punt. But out of 413 GHSA schools, probably about 20 that have that. So you're actually better off going for it most of the time. And how much time's left in the game? Because early, and you think I'm saying that like it's late. No, 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 I'm saying in the first quarter, you might can mess this up you go for it and it doesn't work, it's a, long, it's a long game. Late in the game, it can really have a drastic impact on who wins or loses the game. You better be right. You go for it, you need to get it. So it's actually less of a gamble to go for it earlier in the game. Um, this is another one. What if you're down, and this would be maybe for field goals versus trying to decide if you should kick a field goal versus trying to see a punt. But what if you're down 9, 10, or 11 points? If you're down 9, 10, or 11 points, you should not go for it. You should kick a field goal if you got a kicker because you get to one score. You know, you can get to six, seven, or eight, right? So you got to keep all that in mind. And then I always keep this one in mind. It's my last one. Are you going to go for it on fourth down? If you are, call a better third down play. Stay ahead. Meaning when it's third and seven, right. why are we not just calling a running play knowing we were going to go for it on fourth down? That sometimes gets the defense more than anything. 
Call that third down play like it's second down, right. knowing you're going to go for it on fourth down. So that that's really the keys to fourth down. I don't want to hear no people yelling about going for it on fourth down, Day Day. You see, I know Day Day sees it, Sam sees it, Eric sees it. <laughs> They're yelling at them, telling them to go for it. Then they go for it, and they don't get it, and they say, see, I told him to punt. <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. Yeah. There, are a lot of, there are a lot of those folks at games. I mean, I'm, I say that tongue-in-cheek. I love those guys, by the way. <laughs> they don't bother me at all. I just think it's funny. Yep, there, there are a lot of them. They're at every game. They're at every game this Friday night, I promise you. They're around our area. All, uh, you know, those, those uh, Monday, Monday morning but quarterbacks, Monday evening quarterbacks. I'll give you a real-life example, okay? It's a college football example, but yesterday – I'm watching Florida play Utah, okay? It's fourth and three. Right. At about midfield, and Utah decides to punt. They punt it. Looks like a regular play. The Florida guy fair catches on about the five or six-yard line. Looks like it's going to be Florida's ball, but there's a flag. Florida sent two players out with the same jersey number. Whoa. Yeah, somebody listened and and tested. This really happened. I'm not making this up. Florida sent two people out there with number three. So fourth and three, go, that's a five-yard penalty, illegal participation. So fourth and three became first and ten. Utah scored two plays later to make it from 7-3 to 14-3. Man. You don't think those plays matter? That's a yeah, great example. Yeah, that's an example. That's an example of it for sure. That's an example of it for sure. So now we're trying to, to, to reach out to I.J. Rosenberg. Usually we talk with him at this time each week uh, for the score Atlanta game that's taking place. They got uh, a good one. They got a real good one tonight. We got, got Carrollton and, uh, and Rome. You got some outstanding players all over the field in that particular game, Day Day. Yes, you do. I'm sorry. I think AJ yeah. may be busy down with you. Yeah, I'm he, about he to say he's probably. Yeah, uh, he's probably that. You know, and Carrollton. It's going to be interesting to see what happens um, moving forward because you know, uh, in what was that week one? Week one, um, yeah. They lost. Uh, gosh, I'm drawing yeah, Bryce, a blank. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. Yeah, yeah, yeah back. they lost Bryce, which is a, he's actually. I know a lot of people know him as running back, but he's actually a two way player. He goes both ways for yeah, Carrollton. He's, a, he's so, an excellent player. Yeah. He may have been. One of the most valuable players, mm-hmm. even though they've got the best player in the country for their grade. Right, right. He was he was a very valuable player. But um, I've seen that Carrollton team day day. They they got some other people too. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They do have they, some. They'll, dogs be, out they'll there. be pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that game and see what happens when that one gets kicked off. We got a score right now down Cedar in, Grove. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Down on the south side, uh, we got Cedar Grove seven nothing on Westlake. Uh, in the game was just first quarter seven fifty seven to play in the first quarter and first quarter of that one. Uh, in that game, it's going on right now. Let's see if we got we got let's see if we got IJ out in Rome. We got him right now. All right, let's check in with IJ Rosenberg and see what he has. We always get a chance to spend some time with him on Friday night. IJ, how you doing? Good. Uh, good evening, everybody. How hope you're doing well. Doing great. Doing great. You guys have a heck of a matchup tonight. Yeah, it might be actually the best matchup in the state tonight. Uh, you know, Rome and Carrollton. Excuse me. These two. Uh, these two schools don't like each other very much. Uh, Carrollton's down uh, south, probably about a 40-minute drive, maybe a little bit less than that, uh, actually, from uh, from Rome. But two really good football teams. Uh, one of the better teams, of course, in 7A. And, of course, Rome, back in uh, 15 and 16, won state championships under John Reed. So, you know, two two good teams. We had uh, Rome in the uh, Corky Kell Classic and, I'll tell you, their defensive front might be the best of any classification. Uh, so, And, of course, Carrollton has a great quarterback. But I think one thing that balances out tonight is is that Carrollton lost its big tailback for the season. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably an equalizer. 
so I think either team, if, if the kid was playing, I would probably say Carrollton wins this game. Uh, but uh, I think that I think it's going to be a really, really good physical football game. Of course, you know, we'll get the opportunity to see Juju. This is really, I think, actually, you know, his first time this season on television. So it should be should be a good football game at Barron Stadium. Yeah, an opportunity to see a guy go, that's committed now to Southern California with a bunch of great defensive line, too, from Rome. Great defense from Coach Reed always has. Yeah. You guys got a great matchup, IJ. What do you think is going to be the key to who can – Come out on top on this. Well, I mean, I, I think the key is probably going to come down to the Rome quarterback. You know, he's been the quarterback. This will be his third starting season. And, uh, you know, he's a good player. Um, and I think he's the one that probably, if Rome's going to win this game, can make the difference. Hey, look, Carrollton's going to score. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's going to shut down that kid. He's just too good. Uh, but, um, you know, this Rome defense, I'm sure they'll put, you know, a lot of pressure. Uh, up front on him. Um, I don't know that he has really seen, even in the state championship game last year against Mill Creek, I don't know if this kid has seen as formidable a defensive line that Rome has. I mean, we saw Rome and Cass play uh, in the Corky Kell Classic, and Cass hung with him for the first half. And if Cass doesn't make a couple of mistakes here and there, they're probably the much better football game. Uh, but, I mean, these kids are men up front. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and a lot of people don't understand is, and, and Coach, you certainly can speak to this, defensive linemen are really the hardest mm-hmm. of any of the positions to find, especially at the high school level. It's just not a popular position, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when they're down in middle school. Everybody wants to play, uh, you know, the skill positions, or they want to, you know, they want to be cornerbacks and safeties and quarterbacks and running backs. Uh, and even big guys that are offensive linemen, but these these kids at Rome are dudes. I mean, they're they're really really athletic. They're big, uh, and they can get in that backfield. So, um, you know, Reese Fountain, who's a quarterback for Rome, I like him. We've had him uh, every year at the Elite Classic. In fact, I remember him back in eighth grade playing. He's a skinny old kid. So I, I really think this is going to probably come down to him. I think if Reese can play a good game that Rome's going to have a good chance to upset Carrollton. Yep, spending some time talking with I.J. Rosenberg. Score Atlanta up at Barron Stadium. Or Rome taking on Carrollton tonight uh, in a big game. I.J. impressions of the season so far, and I'm talking about some teams that I won't say have nots, but teams that haven't uh, been as haven't prospered as much. Your alma mater is off to a three and zero start. Talking about Lakeside, <laughs> Druid non-region Hill. schedule, yeah, but, but also with Druid Hills. <laughs> That's you know, okay. They get some success. They're two and zero start. Uh, you know, Midtown. You know, they they're two and one. They got a win last night. Just thoughts right. of some programs that are you know having to take that step just to get some confidence and hope they can be what Shambly was last year. Well, you know, Sam. Um, you know, when I was at Lakeside in the 1970s and we went out for spring practice, there'd be 120 kids out there going for the varsity. And a lot of these kids, I mean, we all came up through the old Brockwood Community Sports Program, and uh, it was just a different story back then. And and you, you said it right. You know, the schools like Lakeside and even Cross Keys and Shamley and, and uh, Druid Hills, those are schools that are just not going to have good football teams. They want to field the teams, but they don't want to get beat 60 to nothing. So I think that their coaches, their athletic directors are making good decisions by playing non-region. And what's happened now is there's enough teams playing non-region that you could almost – I would actually like to see the GHSA 
do something for the non-region, uh, you know, teams and possibly even, you know, whether it's a bowl game or something like that um, at the end of the season. As, as far as the overall, uh, you know, classifications and, and, you know, the bigger schools and some of the better teams, I think what surprised me so far is in 7A is I think Walton's got a chance to win a state championship. I never yeah. thought that I would say that, but – I, I, they are so good defensively. Their front eight is as good as any team in the state. Now, what could hurt them at the end of the season if they have to play a team like a Carrollton that throws the ball 40, 50 times a game, they don't have the, the front eight's great, the back three, the back four is good, but they're not great. And I think that if anything stops them, it's going to be that. Um, I'm not really sure how good Mill Creek is. Uh, they look like a good football team. They don't have the talent. I mean, when you lose a kid that, you know, the kid that's going to start at safety for Alabama this year uh, like that, it's hard to replace them. But they look good. Um, you know, I think some teams bounced back last week. Grayson bounced back. Uh, Marietta bounced back. Um, the other thing, I don't know if y'all talked about yet, but, you know, tonight at Roswell they're going to retire – um, you know, the kid that had passed away a couple of years ago, uh, the quarterback, uh, they're going to retire. Yeah, Roper. they're going to retire his jersey, which I think is a really going to be a really mm-hmm. cool, uh, really cool moment tonight at Roswell High School. In fact, we're going to be there next week, and we're real excited about this one. I mean, it's the back, backyard rivalry. We'll, on Peachtree TV, we'll have um, uh, Milton and Roswell. Yep. So. Ooh. It's that that'll be a you know we we've got some good games guys. We're, one of the games we're going to be doing later in the season, which I, I'm sure y'all will be interested in, is we're going to get Lee County at Houston County. They're real mm. excited about us yeah. going down there. You know we try to hit outside the metro area a couple of times, and uh, this will be the first time we've gone down to Houston. So you know we're going to have a good matchup every week. We really are trying to not only get good matchups, but you know reach out to some of the the lower classifications right. and, and stuff like that. You know, we don't want to be in Gwinnett County every week. We don't want to be in Cobb um, every week. Um, but uh, so we're, you know, we're trying hard uh, to move, you know, to move around the state. The other thing I just wanted to throw out there, we've got our Hall of Fame coming up on the 21st of October. And I'll tell you guys, this is 30 of the 40 going in are, you know, we got 22 players from the University of Georgia and we got another eight players from Georgia Tech. And, and they're, they're the names that we grew up with. Last year was the inaugural class. That's a special class. Those are the greatest players that played in the state. But this class is just, to me, you know, I grew up on Georgia Tech football. My, you know, both my parents, I've talked about this before, went to Midtown. Of course, it was called Grady when they were there. Uh, but we grew up on Georgia Tech football, the, you know, the Eddie Lee Ivories and the Lucius Sanfords and, um, and, and we're just really excited about this. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to, you know, a lot of the Keith Henderson, a lot of the, uh, the Quincy Carter, a lot of the guys that we all grew up and, and got a chance uh, to watch. And, and we're doing really something really cool right now. We just redid the helmet wall at Mercedes-Benz. We updated it. Um, you know, our company is responsible for a lot of visual things in Mercedes, including the helmet wall. But in the case below, we're doing a, uh, a lot of the Hall of Famers memorabilia. And let me just give your uh, listeners a, a little taste of that. A couple of things we're going to have is I, 
somebody sent me Mackle Harris. Of course, you know, Mackle Harris was one of the great, great linebackers ever to play at Georgia Tech, 300-something tackles, but he was a great player at America's. Right. And and somebody saved his helmet, and they sent it to me. So we're putting that in there. Pat Swilling calls me like two weeks ago. He says, I, I've known Pat forever. And he says, I, Jay, says, you know, I was you know player of the year in the NFL in, uh, in 91, and I've got the trophy. Do you all want to put it in the case? And I said, absolutely, we want to put it in the case. The other thing we got, and I don't want to be too America's heavy, but uh, we've got Dan Reeves, Coach of the Year, trophy from 98 when he was the NFC coach of the year when he took the Falcons uh, to the Super Bowl. So we got exciting things going on. If we love people to come and see this, a uh, couple of different opportunities, a VIP opportunity, as well as a, just the induction ceremony. You can go to scoreatl.com and, and you'll see a much, much more of it. And we'll talk a lot more of it, guys. We'll we both be there. We'll both be there. Yep. Yeah, I know. You're both board members. <laughs> gonna Chris is going to get his jacket. Yeah, <laughs> big time. IJ, right, thanks so much for the time. You guys thanks, have a great Thanks, guys. Y'all have a, y'all have a great evening. And, hey, I got to throw one other thing. Did y'all watch – were y'all watching the Braves last night? Yeah, I did. I watched them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I I became a grandfather yesterday, okay? Okay. Oh, so congratulations. We were, oh, congratulations. Thank you. Pop, pop. Thank you. We were down. You know, we were down. It was, it was my daughter at pole ball to the Georgia – it was a long week for her and her husband. She just couldn't get the baby to drop, so they ended up having to take it. And uh, But um, I, I I don't watch the Braves a lot like I used to, of course. But, gosh, are they good, Sam? I mean, seriously, how yeah. good? You know, 250 team home funds, you know, and we haven't gotten to September yet. Yeah, yeah this I'll tell you, Sam, it's exciting, man. It's it really real is. exciting for this town. Absolutely, and, I, and I'll I'll throw one other in. I'm excited about the Falcons. So, uh, we'll see how they do next week. But guys, have a great weekend. Okay, thanks, All right. IJ. All right, that is IJ Rosenberg at Rome Score Atlanta. Got their big game that's about to kick off eight o'clock hour. Stay tuned. The next hour for more of the Scoreboard Show, Sports Radio 1990 Game and 1990 Game.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.